0: Welcome to The Life of a Missionary, a podcast that dwells into the inspiring journey of a passionate and dedicated priest who has touched hearts and transformed lives. In this series, we bring you the remarkable experiences and heartwarming stories of a religious enthusiast, a missionary who has left a noteworthy mark on society. From his early days at a devoted academician and shaping young minds in schools and colleges, his profound mission work that took him to the heart of America. This breeds life is a tapestry of unwavering faith, dedication and service.
1: His unprecedented 21-year tenure as a parish pastor in America speaks volumes of his acceptance and impact on all those he encountered. Through the lens of his rich experiences and life-touching anecdotes, Join us as we unravel the life and legacy of this exceptional missionary. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted and enlightened as we embark on a journey through the life of a missionary. This is your host, Jason and Tan and we are incredibly excited to start this journey. We hope you have a great time listening.
0: Since this is our very first episode. And our listeners might be curious. Let's start by getting to know our guest, Father Cheryan Talakulam CMI.
1: So, hello, Father Cheryan. We're very pleased to have you here with us. Um, can you please introduce yourself for our viewers?
2: I'm really delighted to be with you at this moment. And uh, my name is Father Cheryan Talakulam. And I have uh, had 26 years of experience teaching in the college and principal. and 21 years, I was the pastor of the of a church in the United States. Irish Church Completely white Where the only one Of us got color Was
1: Okay Interesting Uh, So everything Starts somewhere Right So can you Take us back To the beginning Of your missionary Journey And what inspired You to become A priest
2: Actually I never thought Of uh, getting married From the very beginning Because my Two grand uncles Were priests And the oldest One was in Banaras Indian Missionary Society And he used to Write me letters Almost every month Asking me to join Them when I passed my SS 10th grade and uh, the other priest, he was a CMI priest, he used to come to home but he never asked me to join but other priest was asking all the time. So I always thought about becoming a priest in my mind always and after I completed my 10th grade I decided and I joined the CMI company.
3: So, missionary work involves fostering connections with people and within communities, right? So, how are you able to build trust and understanding with people from diverse backgrounds and belief systems?
2: You know that people everywhere say, Yeah, yeah, the heart and mind. And when I um, after uh, retiring from St. Dominic's College in that is 2001, but on August 26, I had the chance to go to the United States and uh, I was received by the Dice of Charleston. I stayed there one month and the bishop sent me to a parish of Irish travelers. I thought in the beginning that uh, since it is an exclusive white church, they may not like my color or accent. When I talked to my bishop about this matter, he told me, these are the words I saw. Father Sarian, don't worry anything about color or accent. What they need is a priest who can love and take care of them and you can do it. The reason why he told me is that uh, I served in a small church for two months there. And the people there, I don't know why, they loved me very much. They wrote two or three letters to the bishop extolling me about my preaching, my stay there, my confessions, my dealings with them. That must be the reason why the bishop listened me. A, a parish to be its pastor because usually, after five or six seven years of service in a, in a diocese, they appoint a, a pastor, they appoint somebody a pastor. But after five months, this bishop told me to go and become the pastor of that community. It's about 730.
3: So if I am not wrong, you spent almost 21 years as a pastor in U.S., right? Yeah. So spending 21 years as a pastor in U.S. is quite remarkable. Yeah. So could you please share with us some of the most memorable experiences you had during your time there? And uh, how did you bridge cultural gaps and connect with the community? Actually,
2: I thought when I left India to the United States, I thought some days my life may be monotonous. Because some people told me that once you go there, you'll be an associate priest. You may not how much work. And so, the rest of the time is monotonous you know, And uh, you have to be alone there But none of it I experienced in that college Because yeah, I had the background of uh, in, in teaching in the college I, when I taught in the college, I really loved the students And uh, not only the subject I tried to make them to be able to talk in the class Express their feelings in a better way Understand each other Because I was in charge of All India Catholic University Federation Students Association and I had experience of more than 20-25 colleges I used to go to conduct camps and seminars and uh, kalamayala so to say, with students like that. So I enjoyed being with the young people always. And I enjoyed, I, I think that even, even now I have contact with a lot of my old students. Here. When I reached there, the color was different, the culture was different, but the human beings are same. Here. They love, they, they, they are good qualities, they love each other, they want to be happy always like that. And the people there, they be, uh, after first. I used to go walk with them They used to come to me and talk to me And basically I believe that a priest must be always like the good shepherd As Jesus said but in the Gospel of Saint Saint John chapter 10 The good shepherd must know the sheep Knowing means complete knowledge of the sheep And love the sheep Walk before the sheep And call each sheep by name And even ready to love them that's what I tried my best to be with my people. And they love me very much. I know it. And I love them also. Because of their family too. They're always free to come to me. I don't want, I don't like the formalities and the, what you call, appointments, this things and that. I told them young yeah, people, they never would like to come, they can come to me. And like in the college, I started so many groups there. And the two girls, the angels of St. Edward Parish family The young girls group Youth group, group And society of Spare Immaculate And the legion group Five groups were there Different ages. The same is regarding The boys also Chin group young, young Men's group And young stewards group And the real uh, parish council And the uh, council Yeah that's really great And inspirational
1: uh, So we've learnt about A lot of interesting Experiences that you had So you must have also Encountered Very like life Touching stories as well So can you share Any one story Story that deeply impacted you and taught you about the power of faith and uh, compassion.
2: You know that these people, they are like uh, in our own villages the years before. They are that family spirit is there. They love the priest like anything. Depend on the priest. You know the, our community is called Irish travelers. They are different culture. They are a different. Uh, so to say tribe their white Caucasian race And in Ireland When the potato farming took place in 1840s uh, They migrated to the United States And first they we were in New York Later on they knew that a lot of Irish people Are in Massachusetts In Boston area They came to Boston And from Boston during the American Civil War 1865 right, They slowly came to the south And uh, a priest Pastor of the priest of of Peace In North Augusta, South Carolina He called them to and bought the land, they settled down there. But the men, they even now after 150, 60 years, keep the same type of work. That is, asphalting the driveways. They have their own workers with their family and sell, and uh, painting the barns and such things and selling things, carpets, equipments, machineries and like that. So, the three types of work the men do. So, most of the time the men are out, Little women and children are with. So, their concerns, their anxieties, their fears, they all come to the priest. The priest should be always available, approachable, and understood. I like them to be always free to come here, and be like their own home in my house, talk to me, anything. I enjoy talking like that. They also slowly, slowly came to understand me. They were so free to call me at any time. They used to come to me. And even, you know, that. Though I stayed 21 years, I didn't prepare any food
3: to took So, as a passionate missionary, your spiritual journey must have evolved, I believe. <laughs> if you don't mind, can you please share a moment of personal spiritual
2: growth? that reshaped your perspective on faith and service you, you know that uh, I started so many feast days in the church and uh, I started the morning prayer there during the Lenten time the official <laughs> prayer of the church morning and evening time then you, especially during the Lenten time and I used to go and visit the homes and dedicated every home there to the Sacred heart of Jesus and uh, I used to renew it every year also and uh, I, I used to have the confessions like in Kerala we used to have it Christmas time Easter time confession and parish mission there that means retreat for other people there they enjoyed the thing very well and I invited so many charismatic healing service also in the choice people used to come and participate they enjoyed Yeah, from my
3: understanding, you have primarily worked with schools and colleges. How did it influence your
2: missionary work? Actually, you know that uh, I love the people. I love the children. And uh, I enjoy being with the children and boys and girls like that. People like that. Always I enjoy. I used to go to visit different places, almost all the European countries. Not to see the town, but to see my friends or relatives like that. I enjoy that. The same way when I get bored inside the rectory, I used to go to the, the Walmart area that I could see many of our traditional people there. Yeah, so you have a wide network. Here. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a teacher in the college, when I get sometimes days get so cancel, go to the classroom, then I get it. <laughs>
1: So, Father, how do you maintain a balance between missionary work and your personal life?
2: Because, uh, you know that as a priest, I have to be for the people all the time. And uh, in the morning, I offer the whole day in the hands of God, especially the prayer which I like for most. My mother taught me that prayer. uh, uh, Help me to remember, oh Lord, nothing will happen today. It's you and I can't handle it together. So, once I make that contract with the Lord, the daytime sometimes... some mistakes may happen, misjudgments may happen. But evening time when I reflect on that day, uh, I don't feel much uh, disappointed. But I say Lord, He made a promise in the morning time, nothing will happen with you and I can handle together. So we can to time together. Mm-hmm. So from if yeah. any problem my partaker, that's always sleep in the hands of the Lord, always do in the hands of God. Even if the daytime time we don't think much about it. But I made a promise to the Lord, the Lord is with me, the Lord is there. that's all.
1: With that, we've come to the end of our first episode with Father Chayan, who shared with us his missionary journey, his details about his personal life and so on. So thank you for this wonderful conversation. So thank Guru. you, so
2: much. <laughs> I enjoyed being with you. Oh, we really enjoyed it. people, like <laughs> my students. Okay?
1: Yes, but, uh, we really enjoyed it and I'm sure our listeners will too.
2: That is
0: it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning into The Life of a Missionary. If you like this podcast, Please share it with your friends and family and we will see you next Friday only on
1: Spotify.